And we are back on the Lunch Break Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I am Josh in the studio here with Zach and Matt. No Anna today, but we do have two guests with us, former TV celebrities, uh, Brian <laughs> Glenn and Janelle. Janelle, formerly of Channel 8. How's it going? Now, Good. you're doing what now? I know Brian's big into the radio <laughs> game, has his hands all over the place, but what, what are you doing, What Janelle? am I doing now? That is a loaded question. I'm doing a whole lot of Is there enough time on the show things. to answer that question? Yeah. Um, I'm blogging, fashion, fitness, health, lifestyle, empowerment, confidence. I'm also doing YouTube, a little That's bit of modeling, some some jobs here and there, having getting, some fun. Yeah, panning things out a yeah. little bit. We brought you on the show because a, a situation came up in our office last week. Uh, but you know what? I want to. I want to get some feedback from the group here. Nice. So a uh, a delivery guy came in, uh, dropping off his wares, and uh, he was creeping on some of the females in the staff. Okay. Um, uh, staring at them, and like uh, apparently the quote was hitting on them hardcore. No, <laughs> was it staring hardcore? What, I, what was I believe it? so. Yes. Yeah, that was the direct quote. As you quote. do. Yeah, as you do. As you uh, do. So as as a female, since you're the only one who is yes. a female in, in the room, <laughs> how do you handle that? Okay, so I'm fully aware that this man is hitting on me. Yeah, so he walked in. Apparently, he was oogling or ogling, whatever the term is. Wait, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's <laughs> tough to say staring is hitting on, you know what I mean? So yeah, no, technically, fine. right, not hitting on, but... And then, and sorry, the quote was, I'm going to hear, direct checking me out. He was hardcore checking, checking someone out. out. Yeah. Okay. okay, so if it's like creepy to the point where... We've made eye contact and you're still staring. Yeah. And I've looked away and then I look back and you're still staring. Then if I feel uncomfortable, I I would maybe say like, hey, can I help you? Yeah. But I also sometimes, you know, sometimes you take it as a compliment, you know? Yeah. So is it, so that's, because <laughs> that's always a hard thing for me, like that line to walk. I'm obviously a married man, so I don't walk that line <laughs> any longer. Of course. But, but back in my younger days, uh, when you're walking that line of like, hey, I want to approach someone, I want to... Uh, have a conversation, but it has to start somewhere. And so as you're looking for your like approach in to talk with someone, there is that like weird, creepy stage. And I've always said, if a guy is attractive, he's never creepy. If he's unattractive, oh, so true. he's always so, creepy. Oh, if you're like beautiful it's and you're fine. checking me out, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. There you go. There's your answer to all <laughs> yeah. of this. Show's yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. But if it, I'm if glad someone would say it, yeah. actually. You know? Yeah. But if, it, if, if it's me in the back of a Starbucks, like, oh my God, this guy. Yeah. Good <laughs> Lord. This guy is stalking me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's reading the name of my cup, too. So yeah. he, now he knows my name yeah so but uh, how how would you recommend a guy make that approach let's say if let's go back to the example last week a guy is dropping off whatever he's dropping off he sees someone in in the group of, of uh, people and he wants to make a conversation uh steering obviously probably isn't the best approach checking them out which however he was doing that wasn't the best approach what would be a good approach to make that initial contact without coming off as being a huge creep. My whole thing is always read my body language and normal social cues. So if he was to say, good morning or good afternoon, hello, if I'm engaging in conversation back, that's your cue that it's okay to continue. If I'm like, yeah, hi, or you know, like, <laughs> good afternoon to you too, and then I turn and continue back to what I'm doing, yeah. that's probably a sign that, you know, I'm not, not super interested. <laughs> so that's one of my wife's like biggest hang because my wife is gorgeous <laughs> and was hit on all the time by guys and never knew it. Guys would walk in and talk to her, oh, and she humble. and she would talk to everyone because she's nice and was raised proper to be nice to everyone. And she always said, "I never knew guys were hitting on me." Uh, there was once when I was trying to hit on on her. <laughs> I went to go hear her because she invited 
here to go. Her high school sister perform like in Mesquite, Texas, at something. And that's really sweet that you're willing to go see her high school sister yeah, in Mesquite. Like, yeah, that that, that tells really you. Put in an it's effort there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm into this. I'm not. Yeah, this isn't like a passive thing. She's not making you go to Bruno Mars or anything. Like <laughs> yeah, that, right? yeah, no. And so me and like another dude showed up. She invited two guys. Both of us wanted Stop. to date her. Yeah, and we're both just two grown men in our mid twenties at a high school recital for like. Western theme sing along music. <laughs> That's love. So that awkward. Love. Yeah. But again, she's like, I just thought you guys were both like nice. Like, yeah, we're both nice. We're not gonna go to a high school <laughs> high school recital. Like no no guy she's does like, that. I we were nice for friends. a reason. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not selfless is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, no. I'm not selfless. And so I, I, I tried to convince her. Every time a guy was asking you to do something, that, because they like you. Like that that that's why. I you know, I, I wanna disagree <laughs> and I'm hard pressed to think of a good example. Yeah. So I'm hoping somebody can. can but you yeah. had a motive. Right. You thought, hundred uh, percent. I'm, I'm being nice to you because I want to yeah. potentially date you. Yeah, I'm just not. I, well, I, I feel like I find a lot of my girlfriends. We had this conversation over the weekend. We have this problem because I'm. I like to think a bubbly, nice person. Also, very much so. so. I will engage in conversation for like 10, 15 minutes with everybody. And a girlfriend will say like, "That guy was definitely hitting on you," yeah. or they'll ask for my number, and I'm like, um. I have no excuse right now. So <laughs> well, that's, I think that's good conditioning personally. I think that's good conditioning for the guy because if you get absolutely nothing back, what'd you learn? You got you got a bad game. You gotta step it up, right? All right, yeah. come correct next time and then make your intentions known. I guess that's tough. I guess just put yourself out there and yeah. if it doesn't work. Yeah, try but, try yeah. again. Yeah, because there, there's that catch twenty two. Is if I if I keep like say if I approach someone, my my wife, it took me a year and a half to like get out of the friend zone for her to realize, oh hey, there's actually a relationship there. <laughs> Uh, it took a long time, uh, but if for her, if if she feels like, hey, I've led this guy on, I, I don't want to feel that way either by being nice and like a guy would invite her out to a baseball game. She hates outdoors and baseball, <laughs> mm. uh, but but yeah, but but she was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to. I'm I'm trying to be nice, so she would go along. Well, that's three hours, and a guy, you know, did all oh, this in stuff. In a guy's mind, it's like yeah, she's giving me this all of date. the signs. Yeah, so for me, like she invited me to a Journey con- concert. Uh, and so Ooh, sure, yeah, I, I went out, I washed the truck, put on a clean shirt. I was, I was <laughs> ready to go. Took a shower, the whole yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, the whole bit. It's uh, journey. Yeah, it's journey, of course. Sure. You get decked <laughs> out. I get there, and then she has like her other two girlfriends, and I'm like driving all of them to the concert. Oh, so boy. you're just like, She's the, like the driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. She went, but I was like the chauffeur, right. essentially, is what it came down, down to. Uh, but again, like those mixed signals, I'm like, hey, you invited me to a show. I'm thinking it's that a, so it's a date. So I feel like a lot of the blame sometimes goes on guys. So maybe girls, we need to take accountability and also note that be aware of our actions back, you know? Because yeah. I probably do the same thing and don't even realize and it, it. At no point she was specific. Can you drive me and my two friends to the concert? <laughs> no, you thought it was a one-on-one. Well, yeah, you invite me to a show. I assume yeah. it's a, yeah, we've been talking a lot back and forth. I I'm spitting some game. I, I figured, hey. <laughs> If there are two other girls, I'm probably not taking a shower. Because I'm, <laughs> yeah, just, I'm yeah. just at this point. I know what this is. Correct. Yeah, It's a matter of assumptions, right? Like, like there's this woman that works in, in one of the cafes downtown that, like, every time I go, I keep catching her. I keep catching her eyes, like, from across the way. And it's not because I'm interested. It's because she's got the worst freaking eyebrows I've ever seen in my life. They're like two straight lines, and I can't help it. Like, it's just, you know, it's something to do. They don't have a TV. They got nothing else to look at. So she might it, Right, exactly. Yeah, she's probably like, well, who's this guy like who's this joe and it's like no like there's nothing at all you just have you know some really interesting (laughs) it's a simple thing so simple man but well that's the thing you know some of the most simplest things that we're attracted to in a woman it could be someone 
may love the eyebrows. Sure, somebody <laughs> might mean, be into the eyebrows. It's a, it's some a power German, the eye of yeah. the some, some German engineer loves the straight line approach. <laughs> yep. The, the simplicity of the eyebrow simple. is beautiful to him. Yeah. yeah. When, Just, God, when God made no eyebrows, eyebrows, he right? made simple eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. For you. Yeah. So it's one of those. Uh, I think it's kind of and that that was just a question that we had. I think that will be a never ending question. Oh, yeah. There's always, like you said, there's always the assumption in the room mm. of me obviously reading way too much into it, oh. and how she had no idea I wanted to date her behooves me. Yeah, you're like, uh, did I have to like spell it out and write yeah. it on and my again, forehead? And again, she was like, yes. you n- never said anything. You, n- you never said I'd like you. I was like. Touche. If there's but, one thing you can you depend would... on, it's guys are going to mess this up oh, yeah. if, for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah. 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 We will never learn anything from any conversation that we have. But yeah. I think if you would have came out and said, I'd like to go out and date you, that might have just, threw, she might have threw up the wall immediately. 100%. Yeah. That's, his, yeah. that's his motive. Wow, real aggressive. Real, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag too aggressive. Hashtag stalker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would have came up. Yeah. The trick is to sneak in, subdue her expectations, <laughs> and then when it's far too late, yes. yeah. then you lay it on. Yeah. Yeah. Subdue her. A dating yes. ninja. Absolutely. You're just a dating yep. ninja. You come that's right. Yeah. Foul up every other guy who's trying to get in. And then when she goes, hey, I'm getting older in life, that's when you swoop in. <laughs> yeah. Self-esteem oh, yeah. is down. Yep. Yeah. Self-esteem <laughs> is that down. Clock, that clock has almost expired. You <laughs> jump in. You, you, you're the knight in shining ar- armor. There you go. That is a real chivalrous approach. Yes. Yes. Uh, Brian, Janelle, thank you so much thank for you. joining the show. Thank you for having uh, us. You I guys, hope they've learned something. I'm yeah, not quite I yeah. learned something. Okay. Yeah, I learned I need to Eyebrows, watch got it. what I'm doing back. Yeah. 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 yeah, again, it's one of, the, one of the, those deals. And I've learned I've got to go downtown a very interesting woman working in a diner. Check yeah. it out. So, check it out. <laughs> Coming up next, we have one of the most expensive shirts I've ever seen that uh, utterly infuriates me. That on the Lunch Break Show, we come right back. Coming up next, we have one of the most expensive shirts I've ever seen that uh, utterly infuriates me. That...
right, we are back on the Lunch Break Show. Again, I am Josh, and I apologize the comments were blowing up with what horrible advice we just gave everyone. Uh, and I think it fair, was great. Yeah, to I, be fair, it, it was it was bad advice. Real uh, quick, shout out in those comments. First time I actually got Christine to tune into the show. Hey! hey. I should say she did on her own. I didn't really <laughs> do anything. But I, like out of all of the advice I've given to everybody who's been on this, not to have your significant others watch, finally... I am on the chopping block with you. So yeah. thank you. Get ready. Shout out to you, uh, Christine. <laughs> yeah. Love uh, you, babe. Which, by the way, was one of the ones who said uh, horrible advice. Horrible advice. Yeah, yeah horrible the worst. Advice. Yeah, and no, worst. It, don't. We need a disclaimer uh, in following, the show. Following that vein of just horrible things that are happening online. Yes. Uh, I saw this article about this shirt. This shirt is a $1,290 shirt, which is is high. Uh-huh. Is high for any t-shirt. That sounds like a nice shirt. Yeah. I just realized Amanda's got a background in fashion. We should have pulled her in for this. Listen, hopefully she's got some good oh, comments. She can comment on that. Yeah. yeah. She uh, knows. Yeah. So this is our very first attempt at a fashion segment here on the <laughs> Launch Break Show. Uh, fingers crossed. The 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 shirt to me is 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 bizarre. And it's bizarre because to spend twelve hundred bucks, roughly thirteen hundred hundred dollars on a shirt, I would expect it to stop bullets from penetrating <laughs> from pen- from penetrating my my body. Hey, yeah, Amanda's hey, joining the show. on the show. Amanda, welcome. Oh, boy. Please come sit, relax. Yeah. So so this this shirt uh, is not that. It is just basically if you can put a, a slide up here on, online. Yes. It is just a T-shirt uh-huh. with a button-down polo shirt sewn into the shoulders in front of it. Now, Josh, you are not a purveyor of fashion. I am not. Now, Amanda is. Yes. So she can give this a little bit more um, clout than, than than you would have. There's a little bit more going on here. All right, it's not quite a V-neck. It's a wide top. You got thick, sho- <laughs> thick, thick shoulders, light blue, plaid. Amanda, am I missing anything here? I mean, it's... Probably a conceptual piece. Okay. The idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so fashion can be art. Uh, you were saying yeah, so. You're, you're wearing so a piece of art designed, around. Do you know who designed this? I, I off the top of my head, I don't know. Matt, no. you, have, you have the story over there pulled up. Uh, I can pull it up for you momentarily. Yeah. So I mean, you know, fashion has two sections. You'll have like wearable things, and then you'll have really highly conceptual stuff, sort of like. Alexander McQueen, you'll have like Victor and Rolf, um, John Galliano, and they'll do stuff on the runway that isn't wearable yeah. on purpose. It's an idea to, yeah, it's like an idea or a theme or telling a story. Right. And then from that, they'll usually make a wearable collection. But then you'll have people who are uh, obscenely wealthy who can afford to wear the conceptual pieces that are really expensive. Right. And and I've seen some of the Alexander McQueen stuff, yes. and it is—it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, again, it's not everyday, you know, wear around, you know, to to, to Kmart or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but it's beautiful attire, and yeah. I get that how fashion and art tie in hand in hand. Yeah. This one. Uh, this one. This one. Not so but much. But that's the thing is that when I went to school, that is the line you have to draw and figure out as a designer is what is interesting and new mm-hmm. and fresh, which was a word that was constantly used, <laughs> sure. but is conceptual, like. What, how, I mean, everybody wants to be like Alexander McQueen was. I mean, he was brilliant and it was interesting, but it was always beautiful. And so then you have something like this, which is obviously just conceptual and isn't beautiful. And I mean, maybe that's the designer's goal because some designers want to make things not beautiful. Maybe it's a social commentary or something like that. I mean, I'm not reading this one as that. Like, there's no 
message here that I can think of. Well, except for like, I'm playing basketball. Perfect. I have a t-shirt on. Oh, yeah. I, ha- I have to go to a business. Here, no problem. <laughs> Button down. Let Perfect. Me, yeah. Real quick, let me let me butcher everything that is 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 tier of fashion to break this down into three simple categories. All right. Okay. We have clothing like us pedestrians wear sure. right we have things that musicians and, and 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 celebrities will wear things that the paparazzi will take photos of you like those are pretty ridiculous but sure why not yeah and then you have stuff that's like runway photos that like your grandma likes on facebook because they're just absurd like conceptual yeah. fashion where does this land uh probably pretty absurd yeah. Um, I mean, the way that that guy's wearing it right now is just kind of <laughs> like a photo. But, I mean, I could see that on a runway on a model right. who looks miserable. Because that's where I imagine it, yes, is, is, a, is a model yeah, who I looks mean, like they haven't eaten in three weeks. Like, that's miserable, like you said. You need to calm yourself yeah. down. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Excuse me. My, my body shaming. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think would work for this attire, like, I get the T-shirt button-down polo thing. I need, think it needs to be... A button-down T-shirt that you can like snap in the collar like a dicky, yeah. and then you have something. You it's not worth yeah. it's not worth thirteen hundred bucks, but you have something. Yeah, but that's actually useful, and yeah. I don't think the idea here is oh. use. It's a statement, I think right? it's like trying to do a message. I, I mean, that's the thing is that whether something is successful or not in fashion can also be attributed to whether or not the message is read, and I mean that's just art in general. Yeah. So. You know, I don't I don't see anything from this in particular. Like I know that when I was in school, a girl did a final collection out of like thousands of children's clothes that she had found. Mm -hmm. And she made a woman's like ball gown out of like these tiny little dresses. And so there was just tons and tons of children's clothes. But it became like a ball gown. And the commentary was on like women and infantilization of women and things like that. So there was a message there, even if it looked kind of weird or hodgepodge but this is just kind of like i'm just gonna have two shirts on. <laughs> yeah yeah so. I, I i don't see the bigger and uh, but i've never been accused of being a art snob i mean it's uh, a so it's a statement right on society but what yeah. statement i can, can i please do you mind if i take oh, a swing at this whoa, whoa, i got an interpretation okay. uh, let me let me please yes here's this We've got a man wearing a t-shirt, right? Something you wear underneath your button up, underneath your armor that you clad yourself in to go out in society with. And he wears the t-shirt traditionally. That is what he is. It is himself. It is a representation of who he truly is. And the blue is hopeful in that way. The button up is what he would wear to go out into culture, to go to work, to go to a job interview. And he wears it like it's a bib because he's going to get messy. He's gonna have to dip into culture and the problems of the world, and it's gonna go it's gonna go wrong for him. But he's gotta wear the button up, because if he doesn't, he's vulnerable. And that's what I think this is. It's a message about who we are as Americans. I Actually I, the sad thing is that that would be not at all out of place in my old fashioned <laughs> No, I'm I'm two hundred and ten percent serious. Like that kind of explanation, I'm actually like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because that kind of thing would have been someone's collection at my school. You, A+. plus. So, I you <laughs> went to film school. Yeah. I got it. See? Yes. Yeah. Ah, fellow art. You Thank know you. The, oh, you, know yeah. the, you know the, the, oh, the critique. I will, I will die on the hill that is high art for no reason. For like no it's, reason. it's not worth it, but I, I love it anyway. Speaking of high art, we have another break coming up next, and it is two words, cockroach milk. That and more when we come back on the Lunch Break Show. Chilling. 
Welcome, welcome back to the show. And I know you heard that tease before. Uh, two words, cockroach milk. You know, it seems oh, to me, yeah, it seems to me like the health food industry is always, always grasping at an alternative to the horrible cow's milk. It's it's a bummer because it feels like sensationalism, doesn't it? It feels like being extreme just for the sake of getting a click, but like people will actually drink drink the stuff. That's yeah. what scares me. So this is called the lunch break show, so I don't want to gross anyone out if they're trying to have lunch. No. But apparently cow's milk uh, has a lot of gross stuff in it Right. Uh, that I was blissfully unaware of when I was young uh -huh. and love 2%. Uh, and even vitamin D milk, like whatever it is, whole milk I can't ever get into. That's a little bit too thick. But but the the two percent and the vitamin D was some good stuff growing up. Uh, I mean, that's what being milk being like pasteurized is, right? That's like the yeah. purifying kind of yeah. process. Right. Yeah. So, but either way, there's some things in milk that I've learned about that are utterly disgusting. And I have I have a harder time now drinking it, knowing knowing that fact. And I wish I didn't know because milk back in the day was delicious. I don't know what's in it exactly, but you know now that you say that, I don't want to know. Yeah, let's no, let's, not, let's not, keep it clean I'm for lunch say, break, folks. Yeah. People eat so lunch out there. There's almond milk, there's cashew milk, there's soy milk, and now they have a new uh, phenomenal alternative for healthy milk, which is cockroach milk. I did a little reading on this because Please I do. didn't I didn't I didn't want to miss anything on yeah. the show, and I didn't want to put you on the spot and put you in a place you didn't know. So. Cockroaches, apparently, uh, when they're coming around to being mother and dad roaches, right, some of them <laughs> produce some kind of, like, milk, which is apparently is kept in some kind of, like, protein crystals. Yep. And supposedly this stuff is, like, triple strength to normal milk. This stuff is as good as it gets. It's got every kind of anything you could ever need. It is, like, the ultimate... It's the ultimate superfood, and, mm -hmm. and I say that knowing that we live in an, in, in in America where we have like eighteen superfoods. What was the last one? Quinoa or something? Yeah. Before that was like kiwi or some kind of durian fruit. I think was a superfood at some mm. point. So like that, but this one is supposed to be legit. This time, I swear, it's real. So, cockroach milk. So so here's here's my issue with this. Please is the. <laughs> <laughs> You're one issue with this. Yeah, one issue. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it being cockroaches. I'm fine with that. The the beef with cow's milk, again, another pun, oh. uh, is... <laughs> you got like is, a slide whistle yeah. or something? Ooh. Ooh. Is that um, they, they have to... Thank you. They have to put cows in these like rooms to milk them, and they force with hormones... Make them feel like they're pregnant to produce mm -hmm. yeah. milk. It's a bad scene. It's a it's a bad scene, and that's their big that's their big talking point on that issue. Which okay, fine. I can I can grant you that. I don't want to see cows suffer needlessly. Sure, right. Uh, but if if how many cockroaches have to make up one cow, and you're doing the exact same thing to them, they're not. They're either doing two, they're either taking literal food from a baby cockroach, which you kill anyway, so you're maybe you're fine with, um, or you're having to do the same thing and pump these cockroaches full of the hormones, making them think that they they need to lactate to produce milk for you to harvest and to give to some, well, some person who's into holistic eating. Well, you see, Josh, the boys at the lab have been working on this. Yep. All right, they they've got roach farms, right, to make what they call endo milk, which is the like consumer equivalent of this stuff. I guess if you were to see it on a shelf one day, which again, you make a good point, you're going to have to have an awful lot of roaches to fill up a bottle of this. But if you were, right, if this somehow became a mainstream thing, I assume that's what it would be called. 
that that would be the label under which this banner flies. Endo milk, and they need an awful lot of roaches. Roach milk. <laughs> they need <laughs> sound appetizing roaches at a certain point in their life. You're right; they have to hormones or yeah. whatever. So, like, it's a very fine thing. And you're right; you, you need a lot of a lot of roaches to make this happen. But supposedly, because the stuff is so efficient in its delivery of vitamins and 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 minerals and eleven herbs and spices, you don't you don't have to get a lot of it. You can drink like this much, and it's the equivalent of drinking like a big thing. But we're Americans. When was the last time we? Were, you know what? Moderation is the key for this. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If I have to see, <laughs> if I have to see some kind of animal put through its paces to produce <laughs> something for me. And I got cows or roaches on the table. I'm going for the. I'm going for it's the about roaches. Time here. roaches stepped up. That's right. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly. So obviously, no. I, I'm kidding. I don't want any anything to happen. Anything ever. Um, but I don't. I don't think I could drink it, man. I really don't. Like, I, I, out of all the things well, we've no done uh, in in my time doing radio stuff, even on this show with the, with the hot ramen, like I, I I can eat some gross stuff for entertainment, but like this one's a stretch. Yeah. I don't know. Even even if it came like milk, even if it was in a thing and it didn't have a single picture of a roach on it, and it's like, look, it looks and it looks just like milk and, and textures just like milk. Like even that, I don't know if I could drink it. Like it. Oh, I, I feel better knowing that they're not just uh, pulping roaches and <laughs> and squeezing milk out of them somehow. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think there's any mental leap that I can take. To make me get, I don't even like regular milk, so I don't. I can't right. imagine how I would say, "Oh man, the boy!" If if regular milk isn't doing it for me, I can't wait to get this roach stuff. That's yeah. you know that they're producing in crystals. I, I don't. No, thank you. Okay, here here's my thing. One, like <laughs> we, we like we seriously haven't figured out like a cure for cancer yet, but we got this like roach milk. That's where we're at. Yeah, we and two, working on things. If we can, yeah. If we can do like lab-grown meat, we can't be far off from lab-grown roach milk, right? Problem solved. Just make that well, stuff in a test tube. Like game doing, over. If we're doing lab-grown anything, it's going to be cow's milk. Right. We, we've already <laughs> acknowledged that as a brand. But this stuff's better for you. Yeah. No. I mean, if it was, I'm telling you, if this was made in the lab and didn't have any roach involvement, I'd be in like Flynn. Beautiful. Let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it by the gallon. But if it's coming out of a bug, man, like I, I don't, I don't know if I could get over that mentally. That's a, that's a struggle for me. I, I would try it. I'd have no Would problem. Would you? Yeah, I've, I've you? tried. I've tried weird things. What's the? I had duck embryo. That is pretty weird. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. fair. And it was delicious, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things. Like, I would, I would try it. Uh, how sure. many? How many roaches have you stepped on in your life? Tons. You get rid of them. They're yeah. bad. They're the thing you don't want. Yeah. Meanwhile, ducks, they float. They're around. They're cool. Like, they're, I don't know. They're not quite as like gross and i know duck embryos are obviously no no exception here but like roaches are inherently just not a good thing yeah right that's true yeah it, it would be hard hard to swallow that pill but mm. one of those deals I, i'm just curious to see what the next craze is and i think people who are into health will try and do anything i think this is like some big like practical joke that people are playing on this, the health food industry as, as a whole. I, I Let's push that what, boundary. What, they eat? what will they yeah. eat next? No, yeah. I, f I felt that way about the fecal transfers and like that. God, that I was know. a real thing. So yes. for, yeah. for what it's worth, I, uh, whatever. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a hot take on the Roseanne Barr K-12 
cancellation situation here in the, on the Lunch Break Show. We look forward to hearing your feedback. Coming up next. I love that song, by the way. That, that should be our next, our next, our next bed. It's such a great sax hook, isn't it? Yeah. Like just. <laughs> oh man, we should probably work out how to fade that. Yeah, so maybe yeah. next time. I mean, it was a little to be bit fair, of a bed. there was a fade in there. It was just like point three seconds right. or something yeah, to no, hard stop. So hey. I apologize. We're I keep not rolling roll the next time. We we are trained professionals. Everything we do is on purpose. Uh, Roseanne Barr. So uh, we all have heard by now. It was on every single social media TV channel. Uh, platform, newspaper, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is no longer a part of the Roseanne Barr show with ABC. ABC has dropped the show uh, from its season two right. of, of the Roseanne Barr show. Right. It, it, uh, it had already been approved uh, for a second season, and then they they immediately canceled The that. show is just called Roseanne. Yes, it had been approved oh, yeah, for sorry. the second season. Like Just a few... Like, just a few days into the first episode coming out, and it got, like, crazy ratings, and everybody saw it, and, and so they approved it for season two. Yeah. Then this tweet comes out, like, halfway through season one, and they hard stop, they cancel yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with what the tweet was, we will not repeat it, but you can go online and do a quick search, and you'll find out what they're... It's what, out there. Yeah, it's out there. It's a spicy uh, tweet. Yeah, yes. the tweet had a lot of racial undertones, implications, yeah. negative, nasty, uh, and I think ABC did a phenomenal job in not uh, going back and forth on what they should do. A lot of times right. you'll see networks go, we're going to investigate, or she's on leave, whatever it is. We're, we're all, you know, no, done. Uh, I think that's a strong approach and a good approach. However, however, uh, my my take on this as I was uh, I was kind of thinking about it and, and on the drive home yesterday, it's like you know what everyone's patting themselves on the back at how good of a job they did at ABC, but really you knew this was a huge possibility. You danced with fire and you got burnt. Um, to me, they brought on the Roseanne Barr show. Uh, a lot of commentators are saying after 
President Trump came in office as a way to get his base to watch ABC. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of evidence to kind of back that up. They 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 assume that the Roseanne show uh, would attract similar things uh, as people who liked Donald Donald, Donald J. Which J. Maybe J. I'm misremembering, but I don't remember Roseanne being uh, a far right, no, in politically leaning at no. least back in the day. Maybe I, I don't remember all that well because I was younger, but. Uh, this seems relatively recent for her. To, yeah, to I I felt like she was relatively liberal back in the day, and then yeah, maybe like, I was wrong. The show went off the air, and then twenty five years happened, and now it's not that way. I I don't think she still would say she's conservative. I think she likes Trump, uh, but from her other political leanings, like everyone else. It's a mixed bag sure. of, of, of right and left. Yeah. Uh, she kind of swings different ways on, on different things. I think she's always been a little bit out there. Yeah. She's always been a lot of a loose cannon. Uh, just from the things that she would do pr- sure. prior. Yeah. Um, and so my issue is that ABC knew this. And they said, let's roll the dice on this mm-hmm. uh, because it could mean a lot of ad dollars for us. And then when this backfired, they tried to pretend like, oh, we're the victim and they we, we, she's gone. And that's not who we are. But that that is. That is part of who you were right. when, when you brought her on. She's never been shy about saying things that are inflammatory. She crossed the line for sure, and I think losing her show is a hundred percent the right answer. Yeah. But to me, you can't play the card of like we're so shocked. That's not a that's not who we are as a brand. Ooh, but it is. Yeah. That is you. You sought her out because you thought this girl will attract a base of people, and the base of people are going to be okay with this sort of humor, this sort of mentality, and this sort of joke. And then she took that joke a couple jumps too far, and you went. Well, how did this happen? Well, yeah. Again, that goes back to me. Like you, 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 you danced with fire and you got burned. And I, I don't really feel sorry for you at all. Right. My my response to that is I I struggle to see how ABC got burned because they brought this show back. A billion people went and watched it. They got crazy ratings. They made a boatload of money. A ton of people went and liked their Facebook page. Sure. And followed their stuff. And then when Roseanne inevitably didn't really go the way they thought she would like you said um they they canceled the show and no. my argument is abc is owned by disney disney runs the world like disney owns marvel and star wars they stand to lose pretty much nothing from this so all they got was a bunch of people watching their show and press so i don't understand how they lost anything like what did they what did they lose no i don't think they lost right i'm sorry when i said they got burnt i meant like they they felt like they were betrayed by roseanne and that's why they had to cut ties with, oh, with her yeah no i that think that sense of like we're so shocked and surprised yeah and again I, th- I think it was a win-win for them you bring her on when she inevitably does do something bad you get to fire her from the network right uh and go well we'll we'll do the right thing here mm-hmm. yeah. but my whole thing is is i don't i don't think that you you deserve this badge. I don't think we should break our arms patting you on the back uh, because you shouldn't have ever brought her back in the first place. Oh no, yeah, I think this was like a con. I mean, come on, like they didn't think this was a possibility. Of course, like they they were like, yeah, if, what happens if this goes south? Well, we'll cancel the show, and then it did, and they did. Like I think this was certainly like a played out thing. I don't think this is like ABC or Disney stepping back and being like, well, listen, we have to stand up for that. Va- like obviously they're going to do that anyway. It's owned by Disney, but like. 
this yeah this was not some kind of like grandstanding effort like this was something to them that was like concentrated and they understood what they were doing oh they were ready i'm sure they were yeah. ready to cancel it you know At a moment's yes. yeah they were yeah. Like, looking for a reason to cancel it uh megan on facebook saying they wanted her to be the exact right amount of trashy and offensive but she could not be contained <laughs> i think that's fair yeah. it's it's fair to point out but um yeah i i i think they probably it didn't take them long at all to say the the show was canceled and uh you know for i guess if you want to say that's good that's good but i to me that reads like they were ready to cancel it's just give me a reason right christine pointed out in the comments viewership went down by half throughout the season i don't yeah. know about half but i'd heard similar numbers as well it had a really big premiere and then it started to dwindle because people either didn't like it or the nostalgia factor wore off i don't know but either way this could very arguably be a uh first in first out kind of situation they were like well this star burn bright and hot kill it now before it dro drops off or people stop start to not like it sure. like it will just be a thing that people remember as like oh that would have been great and it was good while it lasted right instead of letting it fade into obscurity i mean this is like sure. anything this is like anything that the internet wants back if uh you, you bring it back and they'll watch it for a day and then they'll go on to the next thing so mm. so so that being said we all kind of agree that you know there was probably already the press release typed out Months ago. Oh, easy. Uh, like, so, like, like a celebrity obituary for the New York Times. Yeah. yeah. Like they already had this planned. Yeah. Uh, it's already done up. There's just a blank left where what, <laughs> what did Roseanne do yes. yeah. Yeah. to make uh, us cancel this show? Uh, do, do you still go, oh, man, kudos to APC? Because my theory is is if, if, if I'm bringing you back on, and again, part of their bottom line is to their investors, is to their you know, advertisers, is, is to have a program that people want to watch. And so if you're all about creating a spectacle, you've done that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you're you're doing anything for race relations, for gender relations. I don't think I don't think you deserve a humanitarian award uh, for for your actions that you did yesterday. I mean, I would say they did the right thing, but again, it's 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 like they're owned by Disney. Like they have to. What are they going to do? Well, it's not hard like, to do the right oh, thing cool, in this, in this situation, right? Yeah, yeah. Like right. this this is uh, this is the obvious right thing, and it's it's a shame, you know, canceling a show's. Uh, can't ever be easy. A lot of people probably lost their jobs sure. uh, due to this, and uh, you know you can lay the blame on whomever. Um, if, if it were a, a failed experiment from the get go, I mean, I guess maybe you could lay the blame on on ABC, but at least folks got to work for a little while. Yep. But still, um, you know, it's it's well, it's a shame when that happens. But uh, yeah, it's this is not you're not sitting there wringing your hands over what's the right call to make here. This is obviously what you do. Yeah, yeah. You, you you deserve like a tip of the hat. You don't get like a medal of valor or anything. Yeah, you, you're yeah. not breaking new ground. It's just like yeah, good job, great guys. Like that's cool. Now Roseanne's off the air, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those things to me that I, I want to go either, um, you know, you, you had that thought process of it, of it being done. I don't want you to get an, an award for what you did. You're right. There's no other way to, to advocate it. I had a conversation today. Apparently, there's a lot of things on Facebook uh, are people who are trying to trying to defend Roseanne. Shocked. I'm shocked that it's happening online. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and to those Facebook, people. Facebook, no way. Some, some I actually know. Uh, people who sure. I know and have had face-to-face -face communication with are online saying oh it's no worse than what joy behar has said it is worse yeah. uh and and or other people who 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 fall more left have said about the president or other various things and that is just for argument's sake a really bad excuse right it is and and like the the problem with that is even if it were even if there were some equivalent 
on the other uh, on the other side. I mean, there are equivalents on the other sure. side. But if there was if there was somebody working that you could say, oh, that person said something is bad. It doesn't matter because this is not a, um, a you know, again, this is not a First Amendment issue. This is not a a a, a rule a law that someone nope. broke. It was she said something that the people who employ her disagree with. Yep. And so if this other person is saying something that the their employer does not disagree with and doesn't f- deem as uh, fireable, then that's on them. Yeah. And right. that's on you as to whether or not you want to watch that show. So it, it's it's kind of like you can complain about that all you want, but you're it's, it just sounds like whining at a certain point. Yeah. The the example I gave when my friend gave me that, well, Joe, ba- stop. Like we're, not, we're not talking to our moms about, well, but Billy in class did this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You, you did your action. You got your result. Right. Like, like, you know, ABC would say, well, I'm not Joy Behar's mom. You know, it's one of those kind of deals. That, that's, that's one of, those, one, of those, one of those concepts. And then another argument that I heard people talking about is, oh, this show's not done. It's going to get picked up by another network. Because ABC didn't own the show. They owned the distributing Heights. Yeah, who's going to pick this sh- show? I have, I have no, I couldn't think of a network that would want to take on this. I struggle to think of one. Maybe and, like TLC. You know, I mean, no. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, you know, Ion or even like Spy, like one of those like that do really weird shows. Just it's just bad press. Yeah, you're picking up a lot of heat by picking that back up, which is unfortunate. Um, because again, like for everybody that worked on that show, like it's a bummer, but. Yeah, people are quick to engage in like what aboutism about it. Like, well, what about what that person said? And what about what's like that doesn't. That's not necessarily a valid yep. point of argument, but I, I get why people do it. I guess I don't know. Either way, so I, way. I, I would love I would love your feet your feedback on this. Take a quick break. When we come back, we have uh, online dating maybe bad for your mental health. are back on the show. I want to point out a comment we have here that said, hey, what, Roseanne could go to the NRA channel. They have one on cable. That would actually maybe be a good uh, fit. They do. Yeah. The NRA has a TV channel on cable. Hey, if anyone is okay with taking heat, the NRA would love a good distraction uh, from other conversations they're having to hear I right now. I would be really curious if they were, because they, they started out as NRA TV where they were just you know they were talking about gun rights but they have they have expanded into more and more different areas i'm wondering if one day they'll ever just try to be a a, a regular uh, you know put on programming that doesn't have anything to do with with guns i don't know maybe sure. it's fascinating to watch yeah, i you know i've never tuned in but i've 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 heard of it before and i've heard they've got some wild program like dating shows and stuff well, and yeah so yeah. Well, I think what they should do on the NRA because they have shows on like the military channel and history. They're all about like guns, sure, and like 
aren't like 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 sharpshooting the history of guns. That would be a good show for the NRA to kind of have. There would be an informational show. But sure. Anyway, mm. uh, I'm not doing their, their, their programming over there. <laughs> uh, so science has warned that... It's free advice. <laughs> yeah, just for what it's worth. From the lunch break. Uh, I know you're watching. <laughs> science warns that online dating um, is really bad for your mental health. Any, any guesses why? Self-esteem? I have to guess that's a big one. That, right? yeah. that, that is it. The, your, your, your poor self-image. Uh, I guess that's because people aren't f- clicking back on your stuff. So you, you, because I've only done an online profile once, uh, and it was more or less as like a, a goof to kind of sure. see what, what would happen. It's one of those that they match you with everyone in the United States, and out of the entirety of the United States, I had one person <laughs> that fit my profile that they wanted someone who fit me. Oh wow! And I was like, wow, that is bleak. Uh, I put in because I was being pretty generous on there too, like I know or a very special thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it was blue. Like, that is super sad. And it was like one and in Idaho. It was like far away. Like, right. I'm not, all right, done. Uh, so I can totally see how how that would work. There's got to be a better way to get online dating done. Well, I mean, I would say something like Tinder was a move towards that. It's simplicity, and I hate to say that it's effective, but like, come on, you can't tell me Tinder didn't work at least for a long time. For a it long still time. does for a lot of people. Well, no, Tinder now from my friend who's still on Tinder. Yeah. Uh, told me that it's just prostitutes. <laughs> it's just chock full of girls with oh, a really? with a price tag. Trying to make a buck with a price tag <laughs> in their profile. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. That's fantastic. And so it's just like because that's how you know they'll have like their profile picture. They'll have a price. And so I asked what the going rate was, uh, and it's not it's not expensive. 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Is that just for a date though? I guess. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a a date with a guarantee. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so either way, if that's the commerce, sure, it's it's working. Sure. Uh, but I just feel like online dating has pissed the boat somewhere in finding a place where people can interact in like a safe, real environment. And maybe that's because online you're never in a safe, real environment. But okay, I, I agree. That's that's one part of it. Another part, you got to pay to get on these things. Usually, you got some kind of premium service or something like Match.com. You know, you have to pay to get into right. it. So it's like, yeah. okay, you're already literally paying for the opportunity. And then you still get shut down. Like, that hurts. And these are people who have trouble meeting people just in reality. Um, Which, to be fair, everybody does. That's not exclusive to you if you feel like that's something you struggle with. But, like, (laughs) I... I don't know, man. Yeah, like online dating, it's it's like it's like I was gonna say it's like Twitter, but it kind of is. Like it's like when you get on Twitter and you rattle off a funny tweet and you're 280 <laughs> characters or less, and you shoot it out at 2 a.m. and you think That's I'm ready for great. the likes to roll in, baby. Nobody will Come like on. it. Nobody cares. <laughs> like it's not it's not exclusive to online dating. That's just the nature of the internet. That's the platform you're trying to find people on. All right, it's not. It's not a matter of like you and your problems. That's just how it works, right? It's the law of large numbers, I guess. Yeah. Um, I wish more people understood that. So. Yeah. And then, uh, Matt, I'm seeing here that you and your wife met uh, nine years ago online. Oh, yes. Man. Yeah. And it was not. It was not strictly uh, an online dating platform. It was weird. It was this uh, app for iPhone, which I guess it was like if you want to, you could probably trace it to Tinder, where it would match or it would. Uh, it was sort of a social network, a Facebook, where you. Uh, you were shown profiles of people who were nearby, uh-huh. but there was no like, oh, you're doing this for dating. Or, although I'm sure some people did that for dating, but yeah, we, I had a picture of me and Chuck Norris up up there, and <laughs> she, she was like, yeah, was that Chuck Norris? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you bet it's Chuck Norris. Uh, and so yeah, then we we met that way, and uh, turns out we knew a lot of the same people, but uh, it was not 
Yeah, it was it was not really for dating. I would I would say okay. I can only imagine how miserable I'd be if I if I tried to go uh, online dating. I'm sure I'd just be shut down left and right. I never I, yeah I never had to dabble in any of that. Christine and I high school just missed the whole boat. Yeah, like, I've missed it completely up to this point. And in a way, that's a bummer because I I've heard so many people <laughs> funny Josh. In a way, that's a bummer because I I've heard so just many people talk about the experience. <laughs> And, like, the trouble and, like, funny stories, but at the same time, like, my God, it seems like such a hassle. Like, why would you ever want to put yeah, yourself oh, through yeah, that? I can't like, imagine oh. that. Between the option? No, I, I dig what I'm doing now. I'll, it's good. I'll, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm great over here. Great. Did he successfully dig out of that hole? No, no. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, not, yeah. Even, not even close. <laughs> oh, man. Follow up on how buried I am come Friday. Yeah, tune in. Yeah. Uh, and then another Friday, story. Friday, you're sleeping at the studio. Yeah. Another story I read about that I thought was interesting is this doctor who sued a patient because they gave him a bad Yelp review. I saw this. Yeah, I've, oh, I've seen this from not just doctors, but yeah. a lot of people do this. What? 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 Does it say who the doctor was? Uh, he gave his name, uh, Doctor June Song. All right, let me find him on Yelp. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, J O O N S O N G. One star. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from the lunch break. Yeah, no, he uh. he uh, billed his patient yep. for an ultrasound, uh, which is pretty common when you get an ultrasound uh she was trying to battle the charges and she gave him a bad review over the bill uh and because it was a false bad review one thing that he did wrong was just a price of his okay. product uh he said that's unfair and because of because you gave me a bad review that hurts my business uh-huh. uh now i've lost out on potential clients who would have come to me uh had you given no review at all uh therefore you have slandered me and slander is a real thing that you can you, you can sue for. Uh, and he sued for I'm looking here, was it twenty thousand? No, one million. Sued for a million dollars. Million dollars. All right. Do we all think Yelp is a bad thing for society or a good thing? I don't think it works at all. I mean, I, I know I know some people swear by it, and but I I don't. I've gotten to the point where I don't trust anything that's on Yelp. I I <laughs> I'm a little bit on the fence. On the one hand, like. I think Yelp is ridiculous. I, I don't use it. I, I don't consider Yelp ratings at all. Like, I, I really don't care. On the other hand, like, it just seems inevitable, doesn't it? It seems like it seems inevitable that somebody would come along and think, I can make money off of having people report what they think about other people on the internet. It's a layup. Sure. And especially about businesses, because it's like crowdsourcing hate. It's like, I don't like this, and you don't like this, and let's come together and say we don't like it and, and make other people not like it, too, by going there or having a bad experience when they get to a restaurant or whatever. They'll see our two stars, and they'll go to the restaurant and think, man, those two stars are totally correct. I'll give it two stars, too. Um, but at the same time, like... I don't know. Is isn't this just the no, natural evolution of things I, that I, we would all come together to dislike things no, like in, in, in a group? Yelp, Yelp in itself is a good concept. It's uh -huh. a way of keeping everyone honest. I can go and I can tell you what I honestly thought. And if you were forced to do a Yelp review after every time you went out to eat or went mm -hmm. to an establishment, I think it would be better. But odds are you only take the trouble to go online yeah. to say something when you're mad. Right. And so it doesn't do anybody any, any good, really, because either someone's having to beg for you to give a Yelp review for 
50% off or 10% off, whatever it is, uh, or a free appetizer, mm-hmm. or uh, you're hacked off because your server took too long to come back or whatever it is, or the, the maitre d' was rude to you or whatever, whatever happened. And that's why you go online. So I've right. always had to say you can't really trust a Yelp review because they're they're only commenting when they're bem- when they're bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I don't know if this happens or not, but I feel like Yelp reviews should expire at some point. Yeah, like after a year. If you gave somebody a one star review a year later, that should expire and not count towards their record. I agree with because that. I, I, who knows? A hundred things could have changed between now and then. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you go back, it, it's still bad. But I, you know, it's like there are worse things in life than having a bad experience at a restaurant. So if I don't think these one and two star reviews should be held up as like the gold standard of well, if, if it if it got a one star review, I'm never going there ever again. Yeah. It's I, I think you know it could have been that person, it could have been a, a certain employee or or a manager or something like that that uh, has changed by now and give it another shot. You know, so I think that stuff should go away at some point. I, I think a year is even too long. Even like. You have 60 six, days. Well, okay. I was going to say six months, but... Ooh, okay. 60 days. I don't know, man. If I got, like, knocked down, drag out food poisoning from a joint, and, like, two months later that review expired, I'd be pretty upset. I'd be like, come no. on. I've, I've gotten food poisoning two times from Chili's. Uh, <laughs> and I go Baby back... Baby back ribs, Chili's? No, no, no. I have the old timer we've put cheese two okay. times. Uh, but again, I, I have been back since phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those deals is that I know, hey, I'm going to dance with the, with the devil and see what happens. <laughs> right. But Chili's has totally rebranded themselves, by the way, mm-hmm. and actually has some pretty decent food. Mm. I went I'm back a fan. In, I went I'm back a fan in of like last week. Even my wife was like, really? this is really good. And we had one by our house for the longest time and never went there. Uh, but they did this whole like rebrand thing. What? Which I thought was kind of crazy. But Sidebar. Yeah. Real talk? What goes on the old timer? Old timer? Yeah. Cheese? Patty, lettuce, tomato, mustard, mayonnaise. How you want to do it? She's a basic old timer burger. Sure, phenomenal. Anyway, sorry. Sidebar over. I, I think mm-hmm. for me, Yelp is one of those things. Like people like us, we don't care. Like, and we understand what Yelp is and what it has become since like its inception. So when we see Yelp reviews on a place, we're kind of like, ah, eh, we'll take it under advisement for the most part. Like it's fine. You assume they're all biased, right? Yeah. It's it's all gonna be. That bar is going to be moved down and going to be a little bit more negative than it should be. So when you go to a place, you might look at it, but you yeah. don't really care. It doesn't really influence how you feel. So in the end, who's it really hurting? The only time I look at it and go, oh, wow, is if they have like 200 plus reviews mm-hmm. and no one stars. <laughs> That's impressive. You, you have managed not to make someone sure. mad. Over the course of having 200 reviews. Yeah, yeah. anything that's like a, a lot in one direction or another, I, I almost distrust that. Like they're they're telling people to give them five-star reviews <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or they're paying for it or something sure. like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm a big fan of when they have like 18 one-star reviews and like two five-stars. Because you know the two five-stars, like the owner and the owner's friend, right? Like yeah. get on there and yeah, yeah, it was great. I had a good time and everybody else hated it. Um, I just, I, I don't think it moves the needle that much as far as the business's actual like business goes and if it does like if you genuinely have like crunched the numbers and yelp is ruining you you got bigger problems than just yelp like clearly like there's a reason people are getting online and bashing you that much in mass so i I don't know megan on facebook says this is the only time chili's has ever been called phenomenal i disagree (laughs) with that 
I try to get her to go to Chili's by our house like twice a week, and she'll never go. You guys, so I, I'm, I, I disagree. I think Chili's is phenomenal as well. You got me going on this Chili's thing. Did you bring, did you bring lunch? Lunch? Chili's? <laughs> Old timer. Uh, speaking of not getting bad reviews and being sued for a million dollars, you yeah. can review our show uh, <laughs> online, Facebook, Twitter, uh, iTunes. One star reviews. Watch uh, out. Yeah, watch out. We're coming for you. Yep. Uh, we like all your feedback. Thank you so much. We're the Lunch Break Show. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here, uh, we do a show. We'd love you to join us. Uh, shoot us an email. Come by. Chat. Comment. However you want to do it. We'd love to see you. Thank you guys so much. I am Josh. This is Zach. And that's Matt. And we're the Lunch Break Show. See you guys on Friday.